Who needs a vacation? I think we could all use one. Did you know that there are 23 Holiday Inn Club vacations resorts across the U.S.? These resorts feature spacious villas with private patios, luxurious linens, upgrades, and not to mention championship golf, sparkling pools, delicious restaurants, and more. It's a total luxury experience. For more information, visit hcv.vacations slash Robin McGraw. Nobody is safe from cold season, not even me in sunny Los Angeles. Trust Zycam to knock out a cold at the first sneeze of the season. Other cold medicines only mask symptoms, but Zycam is homeopathic and clinically proven to shorten colds when taken at the first sign. Find Zycam cold remedy products from rapid melts to elderberry medicated fruit drops at all major retailers, including Amazon. Zycam cold remedy products are safe and effective. Visit Zycam.com slash secret to receive a $2 coupon on your next cold remedy purchase. Happy Wednesday and happy December, Secret Squad. Hasn't this year been flying by? I have to tell you, I, I really cannot believe when November and December rolls around. And here we are already in December. One of the favorite parts of this year for me has been starting this podcast. I've got a secret. And I have to tell you, today's podcast is very likely going to be, I think, one of my favorites and especially one of your favorites out there, Secret Squad, because today I have a guest with me that I've been so looking forward to. It's kind of like a Christmas present come early. So I'm sitting here with Dr. Jason Diamond. And for those of you who don't already know, once I say his name, he's the owner and founder of the Diamond Face Institute in Beverly Hills. And he is, I have to tell you, the most brilliant, sought-after, A-list celebrity facial and skincare expert that there is anywhere. You are going to learn so much today on this podcast because if you want to know the answer to how to have the perfect skin, all of your questions will be answered today. Dr. Diamond is an expert on laser treatments, microneedling, chemical pills, at-home treatments, and everything in between. I have to tell you the one thing that you're going to hear about is what he is most famous for, and that's his famous Diamond Instafacial. Major celebrities, major, in this town especially, cannot live without that facial. And so I'm going to ask him, and really I'm going to beg him, please tell us everything about it. I've never had one, but I'm going to tell you he won't leave here today without me scheduling one. Everyone that's listening and everyone that watches anything I do knows how important to me skincare is. So, Dr. Diamond, thank you so much for being here. Um, so it's so it's my pleasure to be here, and it's what a beautiful set you have here, and it's a real, real pleasure. So, thanks for having me. And for those of you who can't see us, he was nice enough to show up in our colors. He's wearing a hoodie. That's lined in pink. You didn't even know that, did you? I did not know that. <laughs> so and this, this happens to be like, it was a gift and it, a recent gift. And it happens to be one of my favorite articles of clothing from oh. somebody who made it special. And yes, it oh. is your colors and I, I fit right in. Yeah, well, thank you. Let's tell some secrets because I am so passionate about skincare and what it takes to have what I consider the perfect skin. And I say that because I have problem skin and I have my entire life because I inherited some issues from my mother and throughout my life I've dealt with folliculitis. What are some of the things that everyone should know about taking care of their skin? Just Let's just start with the basics because I started out with that genetic problem that I have and I, I think you're going to agree with me. An issue I have is I can't keep my hands off my face. Would that be one of your top 10 Keep your hands off your face. Keep yeah, your that would that would face. certainly be up there. But you know, it, I think it's um, the most important factors are often overlooked, and they're the most boring. But the but the most important factor is sun, sun protection, right? If you're going to yes. do one thing more important than anything else, it's sun protection. It's not not a sexy answer. Um, it's it's kind of a boring answer, but it's probably the most important factor for keeping your skin healthy and youthful is avoid it doesn't mean don't be in the sun but it means protect yourself sunscreen every day mm -hmm. you know be in shade when you can and i'd say that's probably the, the most single most important factor that i've seen in my long career and taking care of 
all the faces I take care of. I love that you say that because that is one thing I'm proud of that I really don't get in the sun. I stay out of the sun as much as I can. It is something I learned from a very young age. I cannot handle the sun. My skin cannot handle it. I burn so easily. What is the number of protection, the UVA number, that you think is most important? The lower the number versus the higher number just means how frequently you have to reapply it. So you can use 15 and be equally protected as with 100, but you just have to reapply it every mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes or hour, whereas with a 50, maybe you, don't, you apply it every hour, maybe something stronger. And it needs to be broad spectrum. Broad mm-hmm. spectrum meaning protects against UVA and UVB. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the most important factor for any sunscreen is make sure it's broad spectrum. Wonderful. And can you use the same sunscreen on your body that you put on your face? Sure. Wonderful. A lot of people say you cannot. Yeah, no, you can. Glad to hear that. Yeah. So what are some of the other basic skin rules and facial rules that you believe in? Yeah, I would say, again, not sexy, but stay well hydrated. I think one of the most aging factors that I've seen, particularly with my clientele, people who travel all over the world, is flying. Flying is extremely dehydrating. Um, and it, it just wreaks havoc on the skin. And so hydration is a very important factor, not only topical, but, but by mouth mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. drinking so water, you, staying hydrated. If you fly and you're on the airplane, besides drinking water, do you do anything else oh, you, for I the mean, flight? You, do you put anything on your face? Yeah, if I can easily carry something on, then mm-hmm. I will put, you know, have my whatever products with moisture, moisturization, yes, uh-huh. I will do that and recommend it. Sometimes it's hard to get through. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes you might, you, oh, you know, you might, it might be hard to get through with some of these things um, through security. So, Dr. Diamond, I've heard you say before, because anytime I know you're going to be on a podcast, I listen. I've watched all of your appearances, for instance, on The Doctors, and I watch you as much as I can. I listen to every word you say, and I've heard you say that it's a good idea to get on your flight with clean skin. That is and, true. And and you said a lot more about that. Can you can you repeat that? Yeah, again because the you know there's being in a in a in a plane is very dehydrating and circulated air, yes. right? It's not yes. the cleanest air necessarily and so so you know when you can it's best to have it go on with clean skin, totally mm. all wipe all makeup wow. off totally clean and then apply hyaluronic acid um, for hydration and then seal that with a moisturizer. Um, So if you can get on the plane with products, it's ideal if you can do that. Um, I love that. Sometimes it's hard to get on there. Sometimes secure, you know, your things will get taken by security if they're not in the right size, you know, bottles. But you're saying get on with clean skin. So ladies, let's leave the vanity at home and, and just think smart, be smart, get on that plane, clean skin. Apply the hyaluronic acid at home yes. so you can seal it. Yes. Put on your moisturizer. And yes. if you can carry on more, then do it because you are really saving your skin. Yeah. And if you're taking a short flight, then yeah, you can apply it at home and mm-hmm. by the time you'll be fine. But if it's one of these, you know, 16-hour flights, then you might want to reapply that. Yes, after. I agree. That's great information because like you said, the air in that airplane is... Not healthy and not Yes, uh, not that's clean. true. Dr. Diamond, let me ask you this. My customers are both women and men. Men are really into skincare and, um, as well. And I have a, a young son. He's just turned 33, and he travels quite a bit. He's right now on tour with the Jonas Brothers, and he opens for them. And so they're traveling all the time, of course. I worry about his skin staying hydrated, even if, for instance, men, but with women too, if they're not able to hydrate their skin with moisturizers on a long trip. What do you think about if, at least if they just had some kind of mister or a, like a spritzer would work as well, right? Yeah, sure. A mister or a spritzer would work. And, and um, you know, again, for a lot of the people we take care of, they fly, they're flying, I mean, literally they'll take a 16 hour flight and then the next day take another 16 yes. hour flight. They're, on the, they're in the air all the time. And then it's essential to, to, if you can, to do that even every hour, every hour, every two hours, whenever you mm-hmm. think about it, just to mm-hmm. apply some sort of hydration. Mm-hmm. But what kind of spritzer, if it's mixed with anything, what's the best? I think water is just as effective as anything else right. for that purpose, as long as you've already applied your hyaluronic okay. acid okay. and Good. your moisturizer. I think water is just as effective as anything, okay. so you don't have to be too fancy with it. Right. So actually, if you're not allowed to take on a bottle that has a spritzer in it or something, at least just... Ask for bottled water and yep. take it and 
soak your napkin or whatever you can. But the bottom line is keep your skin hydrated. Yes. Keep it moisturized and especially in the air. And okay. just as important as the topical is, again, make sure you're drinking plenty of water as yes. long as you don't, you know, it's, I guess it's sort of a double-edged sword because mm-hmm. if you're on the plane, you might not want to have to go to the bathroom as True. frequently. But if that doesn't bother you, then, yes. I mean, drinking water is, can be just as effective mm-hmm. for you when you're up there. So drinking an alcoholic drink is probably even worse for you. And uh, yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of people like to drink the alcohol to, so that they can rest easy and sleep, but that does dehydrate you and it does can affect you, can affect your skin negatively. So that's something you have to balance. Let's now get a little more focused on you and what you do because I'm just going to say it again, you're brilliant. Oh, thank you. And you you just have the answers. So, can you please tell us about your diamond instafacial? So the Instafacial came about, this was something developed over years, and it's just based on a, a, com- it's a combination treatment. Um, and it does differ from person to person. First, uh, it, it, it will usually involve a laser. Which laser does it involve? Dep- totally depends on the person's skin type, what their goals are. But it would, might consist of one of four different laser treatments, followed by PRP and needling of some sort. PRP is where we take your blood. We spin it in a centrifuge, so we separate out the layers, and we we um, retrieve what's called the platelet-rich plasma, which is this clear golden li- li- liquid. So when you're looking at it, you wouldn't even know it's blood. It's yeah. got like this clear gold color, uh-huh. transparent, and all the red is gone. That's uh-huh. the waste and metabolism that's that we remove, and that. Uh, Plasma is, is rich with proteins and growth factors and all the nutrient-rich parts of the blood um, that the body uses to repair itself wow. anyway. It's the same material like if you've ever scabbed your knee and then when the scab falls off, you see that like yellow yes. oh, kind yes. of liquid. That's what it is. It's, this, it's the liquid that your body, it's the parts of the blood that your body sends for repair and restoration. And so we find that this is very useful in all different areas of medicine. Ortho, I saw the orthopedic surgeon last night for myself because I'm having a hip issue and he wants to inject it into my hip um or many different branches of medicine are using this because it's sort of it's just got these healing properties and and restoration type properties and so we find it's very effective on the face both injected in when appropriate as well as applied topically so so to get back to the instapatial it will start with usually start with a laser one of four or five different lasers now can you can you tell us what what lasers are you talking about? It, it totally depends. I might use uh, I might use an IPL. Mm-hmm. I might use a fractionated radio frequency. Uh-huh. Um, I might use a CO two technology. Uh-huh. It just depends. It really depends. Each it's is so individualized. Just, I can't mm-hmm. give you mm-hmm. one, but it, it will involve one of those. Wow! I, because I, those. I interrupted you because I so believe in laser therapy. I started using lasers before we ever moved out here back in Dallas, Texas. Uh, probably 25 years ago. It's it's great. It can it can it can treat precancerous lesions. It can prevent certain precancerous lesions. It's it's very on the right person it's very 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 good for the skin. So so we'll start with the laser then we will I will will uh, retrieve the PRP and I will spin it and concentrate it differently depending on what we're trying to do. Can I ask um, you where you retrieve it? We'll draw it from wherever wherever there's a good vein. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, vein okay. in the, usually the arm or the, the hand, you know, the, the, the wrist area. Wonderful. But usually it's the arm for most people. Um, we will concentrate it appropriately for that individual, whatever it is we're trying to do. Uh, I will inject it in certain locations if there's certain areas, certain goals that I'm trying to achieve with, with an individual face, it might require injections. And then I will lay it on topically and then penetrate it in with one of many different needling techniques, again, depending on how deep I want to go, how light I might want to go, um, what, what, whatever certain effects I might want to achieve. It will depend on what type of needling and how deep wow. I go. Um, I'll inject it into, into the scalp for hair growth. Really? Again, for certain people, I've done it on myself. It can be an extremely effective treatment for 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 hair health um and so so that's basically what the instafacial is and then we finish with uh with micronized medical grade collagen uh treatment following the instafacial so this treatment has developed and it's and it's morphed over time as we you know we've you know with medicine it takes a long time Uh to see Uh what the long-term results are 
and so it's just something that has sort of changed and and we've we've de been developed over oh. time and so uh it's been one of my favorite all-time treatments it's the to me the best combination of minimal downtime and effectiveness you can blast the skin with stronger lasers for certain effects and maybe get a more dramatic result mm -hmm. But 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 there will be a significantly much much longer right. downtime with the stronger treatments. So this is the best combination for my clientele, which consists of many you know many people in the industry, many yes. people on camera, and so most of my clientele they have something in the next few days. Like very uh -huh. rarely do these people uh -huh. have like a month off where they can do, mm -hmm. you know, a super aggressive laser. Very rarely. Most of the time, like no, I got to be in a red carpet in two days, or I have to be yes. you know we're shooting our whatever in a week, and so. This looks good the next day for 99% of people, and wow. and it's and it's effect it's it's as a, or as or almost effective as a much stronger technology. So to me, it's a no brainer and I my favorite and my favorite way to go for most people. How often can you do one, or should you do one, or need one? We recommend it. I have people locally who come in every month for it. Mm -hmm. We recommend it anywhere between once a month and once a quarter. Oh yeah. So okay. so for for even people from out of state, we'll, uh -huh. you know it's ideal to do it at least you know four times a year. But I have local people there in every month. I love that. So let me ask you then. I we spoke about this earlier because I have had folliculitis my entire life and cannot keep my hands off my face. Cannot. I try, but I can't. And with my folliculitis, it becomes very painful. So bottom line, I've scarred my face. You have. And. This sounds like the perfect solution to this area on my face that could heal the skin. With folliculitis, uh -huh. if it is a recurrent problem, as with acne, you can settle it down and make it look good. And the instafacial will do that. It'll make it look good. But unless you treat the underlying problem, uh -huh. it's going to flare back up. With mm -hmm. folliculitis or with acne, you have folliculitis uh -huh. being an infection typically, and if you're picking at it, you're introducing that infection. So as long as that, that deep infection is there, it, that problem will return. It's sort of the difficult yeah. nature of these problems. But the instafacial will certainly settle down, and we do it for many people with these issues in preparation for them needing to look their best. And will it heal the trauma I've created on this with the skin? If if yes, it ca it ca certainly can heal. It is that's what it's for. It is healing, it is uh restorative, mm -hmm. and so it certainly can heal. It certainly can be can be healing. I've seen a doctor my entire life, different doctors, uh, endocrinologist about the issue and they always want to put me on an antibiotic. Yes. Yes. But sadly, my system cannot handle antibiotics well mm. at all they always say well take a probiotic well i'm allergic to acidophilus so uh, i have to be so careful about probiotics and antibiotics so i guess i'm just going to have to bite the bullet i guess and take the antibiotics that are recommended for healing this and at the same time combine the instafacial that you've created and heal it once and for all yeah i think that's your best path. and keep my hands off my face yeah <laughs> and that could be the hardest part habits are so hard oh. to break and, and, and there are a lot of people with this issue, by the way. Yes. A, a lot of people, everybody's nervous habits are different, mm -hmm. but a mm -hmm. lot of people just like to touch their face and pick yes. their face. It's yes. very, even with some of the most famous people I've ever met, they have a hat, they have that habit and you, yes. you know. Because it's the only thing to me that, that will make the, the soreness and it's so painful. Yeah. But I've learned a lot right now for myself. So I'm, I'm sure the listeners are just hanging on every word you say. So I'm going to actually have to have quite a few of these facials because I love taking care of my skin, like I've said before, and doing what it takes to look my best and feel my best from the inside out, the outside in. What I believe in is the anti-aging process because a lot of people say, well, anti-aging, what does that really mean? I believe everything you do for yourself, for your skin, is an anti-aging process. So tell us, besides your Diamond Instafacial, which I, I love, what else is it that you believe in and that you practice? Well, so again, we talked about the basic things. We talked about living a healthy healthy lifestyle and I and I believe in all the same all the things you've just said I, I'm of, of, of the same mindset and so of course eating healthy and exercising and keeping a healthy lifestyle is important and will show up on your face and show up on your skin now you know aging 
we've, we've learned a lot over the last 30 years about what really causes an aged appearance, and a lot of it is volume loss, right? As we get older, mm -hmm. we lose volume. Not only do our, everyone knows osteoporosis, right? Your bones right. get thin. Well, guess what? The bones of the face get thinner too. There's osteoporosis of the face as well. The face skeleton shrinks. We lose facial fat. We lose some of the thickness to the skin, and that all contributes to the aging process. Mm -hmm. So as you know, I'm a facial plastic surgeon, so yes. not only do I address the skin, I address the underlying structures as well. I'll, I'll address the, the bony structure, I'll uh -huh. address the muscle laxity, the, I'll address it all with certain, whether it be surgical or non-surgical, I do a lot mm -hmm. of both. And many people require some degree of both for their full uh, rejuvenation, if that's what their goals are. But, but with, the, with the volume loss, comes a loss of elasticity as well. The skin loses its elasticity, which means people always throw that term around, and I don't even think really people people don't really even know what it means. If you think about an elastic band, mm -hmm. we call it elastic not because you can stretch it, but because when you stretch it and let it go, it snaps back. Mm -hmm. That's elasticity when it snaps back. So, for example, a 20-year-old has a baby and her stomach's out to the wall, right? right. Six months later, she could have a six-pack again because that skin is elastic. It'll snap right back. But try having that baby when you're 40. Uh -huh. It doesn't snap back, which is why you have all that skin damage and that crepey-looking, saggy skin, right? Because it's right. lost its elasticity. And we tend to lose our elasticity. Yeah, I mean, you lose it as you age, but uh -huh. I've no, you know, I pay close attention to this. And I'd say most women start to notice a loss of elasticity noticeably around mid-30s, right? Around mid-30s is when you start to see it. And so part of my battle against elasticity loss for people is, you know, that's part of how the InstaFacial came about as well, just yes. trying many different things to try to maintain that elasticity because it's one of the most important factors for looking good. And so the InstaFacial also is one of my favorite ways to maintain and improve skin elasticity. Is it the collagen that's helping the elasticity strengthen or the that collagen, is bringing the collagen back up or replenishing the collagen? Is that the best way to strengthen the skin and tighten the skin? What would you say are is missing as you age. That is what correct. What starts to diminish. Yeah, it mo most importantly be a, a loss of collagen. There are other f other proteins like elastin and other things, but mm -hmm. collagen would be the most important factor mm -hmm. um, that loses its health. It, yes. it loses its strength. And so the, the most important factor we, the, the most important goal we have is try to stimulate collagen, try to prevent loss of collagen, yes. which is directly tied into elasticity. And how are some of the ways to do that? The best way I know how is the InstaFacial uh -huh. and all the components uh -huh. of the InstaFacial. That's the best way that I know how to do it. Is there anything, any uh, supplement people can take that helps boost collagen? There are there are oral collagen supplements that I've that I've I know people have tried. Um, I haven't seen anything that seems to have worked as well as I would like it to at this uh -huh. point. And mm -hmm. we're always I'm looking at those things as well, and we're always testing things and uh, and researching and evaluating. But I haven't found one that I think really does a significant, noticeable job yet. But that doesn't mean there's nothing out there or there's something that won't be developed. But as of right now, I haven't seen I haven't seen anything that can withstand the stomach's acid breakdown. Oh wow! Are there any laser therapies that work to help? tighten the skin when you hear about certain lasers and it says it'll tighten your skin it'll help with the collagen is that true well with certain yeah there are there are laser treatments are a way to of course tighten the skin and there are a million different lasers out there but even though there are a million different lasers there's really only several different categories of lasers mm -hmm. there's just many different competitors within mm -hmm. with many different brands within certain laser technologies but those la many lasers are effective at tightening the skin and in stimulating collagen production. There mm -hmm. are many lasers that mm -hmm. do that, yes. And, and the, again, with the InstaFacial, I use which the, the ones that I think will work best. So, so whether I'm doing an InstaFacial or not, or whether I'm doing a more significant, you know, aggressive laser that's going to have somebody, you know, that's going to require more like a surgical treatment, mm -hmm. um, whichever way we're going, we're using the, the systems that... I have determined will be the best for that person's mm -hmm. maintenance of elasticity, yeah. improving their collagen 
you know, factors of that nature. What about the other areas of the body other than the face when, uh, as a woman ages, do you do the diamond instafacial on arms, legs, other areas of the body? The most readily aging areas that most women see would be the face, neck, chest, uh -huh. which is called the decollete, uh -huh. and the hands. And those the hands, are the most yes. common areas. Yes. And the instafacial is effective for all of those, and I frequently oh, treat all of those areas. That's wonderful. Um, there are many... Most people don't see the same um, degree of sun damage and skin aging on their thighs or their abdomen, but certainly we have done the instafacial on people who have scarring in those areas uh -huh. from surgical procedures mm -hmm. or many other people with you know who have scars from other other re factors. Certainly, the procedure is effective on those areas and safe to do. But most commonly, people will treat hands, chest, mm -hmm. neck, face. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Um, I know as I've aged, my I hate to see my arms and legs, even though I've worked out and exercised my entire life. It's kind of crazy that each decade as you get older, your body tells you just by looking at it like, wow, I need to get back in the gym. Yeah. And again, a lot of that is a lot of that is volume loss, bony uh -huh. loss, which, you know, thinning of the, all, all of that affects affects the muscular structure mm -hmm. as well and 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 you know it's been shown that lifting weights and doing more high impact exercises stimulates that bony growth and uh -huh. and keeps some volume so when you're not doing anything you're going to see that yes. now a little secret for you there is there's a a very effective treatment for these areas right now um and it's a like a muscle stimulating contraction system that is it's all the rage in cosmetic medicine now and uh -huh. it's one of the busiest things it's one of the it's one of those popular treatments in our, my practice right now actually and it's a system that tightens the abdomen tightens the arms tightens the thighs and you just have to sit there basically you oh, don't have to do anything you tell sit there and <laughs> yeah and so it's um it's a system called the called M sculpt it's a it's a it's a, a system where it creates strong muscular contractions. So, for example, it's been shown that doing the if we're treating the abdomen, a thirty-minute session is equivalent to doing twenty thousand sit-ups no. in thirty minutes. So, so you're doing the amount of sit-ups it would take you. You're getting like a month's workout in thirty minutes. Um, similar with the glutes, we do it on the I'm there. we do it on the gluteal area, and doing it on the gluteal gluteal area is the equivalent of doing twenty thousand squats in thirty no. minutes. It's very effective for the arms and the inner thighs as well, and so this system gives pretty rapid, dramatic results. And it's all the rage. It's oh. it's been all the rage for about the past. And year. And I haven't even heard of yeah, it. Yeah, and it's and people line about the door for it. It's great. Oh, it's, do I've you done have it myself. Like, do you have myself. like a uh, an apartment? attached to your office that I can move in. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, we have a spare room. Oh, my goodness. I'm yeah. all for, you know, cutting down the time spent in the gym the yes. best way I know how. And this will. This system contracts the muscle and uh -huh. stimulates the muscle, which will not only stimulate the muscle, but also stimulate the bone. And wow. that helps with the volume. It helps yes. with the muscle. But it but that doesn't address the skin. So uh -huh. we do we will treat the skin elasticity with a skin tightening system just before the muscular oh, really? contraction system. Yes, yes. So it's so it's a two step process. Depending on the oh. age. For for young for people for young and a lot of younger people are coming in for the, the muscular uh -huh. contraction part. Uh -huh. They might not necessarily have skin elasticity uh -huh. issues, so we don't but necessarily do it for them. That I was just talking about. Yes. Does as we age, the then yes, yes, yes. So, do you do both of these processes at the same time? Correct. We do them at the same time. So first, you would treat my skin yes. issue that I'm talking about, and then after that, then you address the other on the same visit. Yes. Oh wow! On the same visit. Yes. I yes. love this. It's fa it's fascinating that it's it's hard to believe that it works so well, but it does. Wow. Yeah. I love technology, and I love anything that's non-invasive. How often would you do one of these two treatments? So it's recommended you do two treatments a week for two weeks, hmm. just four. That's that's where people. That's what it requires, is required to see a result. Now I would be lying to you if I told you that people, uh, certain people, don't have me like you know make accommodations for them to come in every week for like you know yeah, yeah, people yeah. come in all the time yeah. for it because they just love the results. I love that. Can I tell you that about a year, maybe two years ago, my digestive issue really ramped up. I had to get really focused on what I consumed in my diet. 
I do know, just as you were saying earlier, that weight loss and, and not being as full, my whole body has contributed to that. But health comes first. So. And can I, can, I, can I make a crude uh, quote of Phyllis Diller? I think it was Phyllis Diller. Yes. It was, it, I always forget. It's either Phyllis Diller or Joan Rivers. It's one of those comedian, yeah. funny, funny, funny women. But one of them said, it's either my face or my ass. I can't keep them both looking good at the same time. <laughs> Meaning, like, when you're heavier, right. your face looks, when you're heavier yes. and your ass may not look so good, your yeah. face looks good because it's fuller, fuller. and, you That's know, right. and, when, and when you're thinner and your body looks great, That's the right. face suffers. So, so there's so there's a direct correlation to the face, you know, to yes. the volume it's loss. It's true. With, yeah. It's true. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I have so many people say, oh, you're too thin. Eat a cheeseburger. Well, believe it or not, cheeseburgers, well, without the cheese, burgers are one of the things that I can eat and my body loves and uses for fuel. So it's it's kind of funny. I think people sometimes should watch what they say because <laughs> yeah. actually I'm yeah. the healthiest I've ever been right now because I am doing everything I should do to be my healthiest. I'm consuming and eating everything I should to be my healthiest at my age right now. It just so happens that I am a little thinner, much thinner, but it's in a very healthy, positive way. That's fantastic. It's a common question I'm asked you know, a lot of people have recognized that in themselves. They know when they're thinner, their face sags. So a lot uh -huh. of people ask me, you know, what, you know, my face looks better when I'm heavier. Should I, you know, what, sh what should I do? Should I lose weight? Or, mm -hmm. And my recommendation is you always lose the weight. Do you, you get to the yes. weight that you want to be at for yes. your heart health. Yeah, exactly. And then we can fix exactly. the face. We can fix it. Fixing a face that has sagged a little because of weight loss, that's the easiest uh -huh. face to fix. Mm -hmm. That's the easiest fix. With with depending on exactly. what we need to do, but exactly. it may it may be just non surgical, but it may require surgery. But regardless of what mm -hmm. it requires, that's still the easiest face to fix. So I'd mm -hmm. always recommend you get to your ideal body weight that you've determined you want to be at mm -hmm. you, the, for your own heart health. That's uh -huh. the most important thing. And then we'll for deal me, with it's any gut health gut and heart health. health. Right. I've had to focus right. uh, always on heart health because my mother, it, it, heart disease runs in my family, and my mother died suddenly while I was talking to her on the telephone wow. at the young age of 58. Wow. Which, of course, to me is so young. That's been one of my passions is really talking about being heart healthy and me especially wanting to be heart healthy because of my mother and other family members. That's so important. So vanity is not does not play in it. While we're talking about all of this really, really fun, I want to tell our listeners what our drink of the day is today. And we started right around happy hour, but we are so happy having our spa waters. We actually have two today, and so we're both having them. You're having the water infused with fresh strawberries, lemon, and basil. How do you like it? It's, the, it's honestly, I think, the best water I've ever had. I'm not joking. Oh, I love like, that. It's so good. I, I want to have this in my office. Like, I, I want Tammy, we have to, we have to start doing this. It's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. And so my water I'm having is infused with fresh cucumbers, limes, and mint. So it's very refreshing and so easy to make. Doesn't it look pretty just sitting there? We're, we're loving the taste of it, but it's also very, very pretty. So we're going to post that on. I've got a secret with RobinMcGraw.com, and you can go there and see how to make it and what it looks like. And we both agree it's very refreshing, and we love it. It is great. All of my workers out there, do you know how much more efficient you could be if you were to outsource your meeting scheduling? Meet Acuity, the virtual scheduling assistant that works to fill your calendar. Never ask, what time works for you again? Because with Acuity, clients can view your real-time availability, book their own appointments, and reschedule with a click. Then... Acuity will automatically update the calendars you already use, keeping your entire life in sync. From the moment clients book with you, Acuity sends confirmations, delivers text reminders, and processes payments. Save yourself from the day-to-day -day drudgery of keeping up with your clients and your busy schedule with Acuity Scheduling. For a limited time, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free. No credit card required. Just go to acuityscheduling.com slash Robin McGraw. That's A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com slash Robin McGraw for 45 days free. Lola is a female-founded company that believes women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. 
Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. They offer pads, liners, tampons, plus gynecologist-approved cleansing wipes that are safe for use anywhere on the body. Plus, Lola products come in a customizable subscription. Choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, and frequency of delivery. And for every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I love that. I keep these products around the office for all the girls here, and everyone loves them. You have to try Lola. For 30% off your first month's subscription, visit MyLola.com and enter Got a Secret 30 when you subscribe. That's MyLola.com, promo code GOTASECRET30. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. So, Dr. Diamond, we were talking about the areas of the body that ages, that shows aging the most, and you mentioned the hands, which, of course, I agree with. Yes. What are some of the procedures and things you can do about that? The hands and and the decollete, which is the bottom of the chest, or the, the top of the chest, those are those are typically telltale signs. Like Many people will address their face and neck, but they leave the yes. decollete or the hands unaddressed, and that's a telltale sign. Like You can immediately tell somebody's age by looking yes. at their hands, immediately. Yes. And so similar to the facial aging, it's typically a volume loss that we lose some fat under the skin. The skin gets thin. You start to you start to look really bony and veiny. Yes, okay, veiny. and so similar to the facial treatment, the insta facial is my favorite treatment for that. But I also will add typically some volume underneath. Uh-huh. So not only will I inject the plasma, the blood, but I will also inject products as well because there's so much force on that when you when you clench yes. your fist there's so much force you need a little more substance to to restore that volume yes you can do it with fat injections that it requires a little surgical procedure because you have to light liposuction the fat out but you can do it just you can do it much quick much more uh, quickly and easily by just using products um yes. and there's a many different products that you can use and um many of them can be very effective but the combination of the lasering the mm-hmm. blood the needling and product can give an immediate improvement, oh, like immediate. Wonderful. It looks good right away. Um, see, the hands can bruise a little bit uh-huh. where the face typically doesn't. So sometimes you may have little bruises after the treatment for a couple days, but m- most people don't, and it looks good right away. That's a very important adjunct to mm-hmm. dealing with the face and something I do a lot of. How far up when you're doing the hands? Do you do just the hand or do you go up the wrist a little I bit? go just to the wrist. I go just to just the just to below those... the wrist. I don't go above the wrist. Okay. Correct. Correct. Okay. Right. Because I noticed that there's a lot of wrinkling just on the hand. Yeah. On those uh, people. Can... I notice hands on everyone for some reason. That's just one thing I always look at because personally I have my father's hands. I don't have really very feminine hands. I just have really wrinkled hands. But now even worse because of aging. So yeah. I find it very interesting to hear from you about what people can do for their hands. And and that treatment would help you very much. Mm-hmm. It would. I think it would. And to answer your question, I will we will laser and needle above the wrist if need be, but I won't inject anything above okay. there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't inject anything above there. So we can still treat the skin and this mm-hmm. a lot of people get yeah. the brown spots. We can treat yes. that, but I wouldn't add the volume above the wrist. I've lasered the dark spots off of my hands and my forearms yes many times and they always come back well they're exposed to the sun very mm-hmm. frequently you're driving your car people uh-huh. won't put sunscreen there often mm-hmm. and so they neglect uh-huh. that area and i actually have thought of creating driving gloves that are really cute for women yeah because it's so important because of how yes. many times i've yes. lasered sunspots yes. off of the back of my hands yes because it just scares me to have dark spots come up and take oh yeah. i go immediately and have them all checked yeah. but yes i i I agree that hands are very important. So when all of the anti-aging procedures that you do are just not enough for mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. what's the next step? So, and, and by the way, and you mentioned the word for women, I think we could just drop oh, yes. the for women. I think this I goes for men too, because in this day and age, honestly, I'd say probably 
30% of my non-surgical practice are men and probably 40% of my surgical practice are men. So men come in for non-surgical and surgical too. Men are affected by, you know, are affected by the same process. Um, so it goes for both. But, um, so I'm a facial plastic surgeon. That's, mm -hmm. I built right. my career and my reputation on my facial surgeries, on my facelifts and facial rejuvenations. That's how I started and became, and, and got my notoriety and, and became known. I developed the non-surgical practice from my surgical techniques and from knowing the anatomy from the surgeries yes. that I've done. Uh, so I have a lot of experience with both. Many people are great non-surgical candidates. Many mm -hmm. people, the fillers, the Botox, the lasers are ideal for. And even people, even some people who are of a certain age, it doesn't matter, even certain 70s and 80-year-old people are mm -hmm. great, great non-surgical candidates. Okay. There are a group of people who are only surgical candidates. There are uh -huh. people, even younger people, where non-surgical things aren't going to do anything for if they have a problem that bothers them. Um, there are people where non-surgical treatments won't help that person, uh -huh. and only surgery would be an option. So there's a group of people where only surgery is appropriate. And then there's a huge group of people that are that would benefit from both, mm -hmm. non-surgical and surgical. Um, sur some people, and what's the difference? Why would someone ever choose a surgical procedure over a non-surgical if they both would work well? Surgery is well, more permanent, well, uh -huh. and you don't have to come at you right. And oftentimes, the surgeries you can do more with and give more impressive results mm -hmm. with. But still, there's a group of people where both will work. All right. So if you're in that category where both will work. Um, Typically, that will be the case up until a certain point. Uh -huh. And once somebody hits a certain age and has just a certain degree of aging, at that point, you have to use so many non-surgical treatments that it just becomes, number one, cost ineffective. Mm -hmm. But number two, you have to pump so much product into somebody that it's just not going to look aesthetically pleasing. It's mm -hmm. not going to look natural. And... At that point, surgery becomes a better option. And it's probably not possible to get the same look every time. So they're going to look different every time. Because you have to thought. put more and more yeah. in and the more, right, there was more variability. So at some point, and when is that point that's up for you and your trusted doctor uh -huh. to determine, okay? And again, as a, as a, as a doctor who does both, I... I, I will readily tell somebody, okay, we're, we're at, we've done enough of the, now That was time. my next question. Do yeah. you speak up and say, I think you've done enough or it's not going to work anymore. And do you suggest surgery? I, I will. I will. Um, I will say if I believe that the non-surgical treatment is not going to look right at a certain point, I will tell them that like, this isn't going to help you with what you want. This is not going to achieve your goal. In which case, surgery may or may not, but if surgery is the only way, then I will tell them that. So, for mm -hmm. example, as people get older and the neck tissue starts to sag, there's very few non-surgical options that will be effective in that area. You can do a little Botox, you do a little lasering, and that might give you 10% improvement. But for people who say, I doc, they come in, they put their hands in here, they pull uh -huh. it up nice and tight, mm -hmm. and I'm, for listeners, I'm pulling my... You know, my neck skin yeah. <laughs> up tight to the windpipe. When people do that motion, that's only fixed with the surgery. Mm -hmm. And and at some point of age, you are going to see that laxity there. And if you want that fixed, there's no amount of filler or Botox that's going to do it, in which case surgery is the only option. Um, and so I will I will readily speak up and tell – so because I don't want people to spend their money on something that, that's not going to help Good. them. So how do you know when it's time to stop doing the non-surgical approach and go towards the surgical approach? It's really up to you and a trusted physician mm -hmm. to make that determination. Mm -hmm. There's no one thing I can tell you, mm -hmm. but I can tell you the more, the, the further along the aging, aging process goes, the less effective the non-surgical treatments are in general. Uh -huh. I had a, a good friend in, in Texas that didn't really have a crepey upper lip, but she just knew she was going to because her yeah. mother had one. So she just lived her entire life just watching, looking in the mirror every day, watching her upper lip. She did everything she could to keep from getting that, even though she knew she was going to because yes. her mother did. And, and yes. eventually she did. Yes. Do you have a lot of patients that know they're going to have a problem just because their mother has it and go, they go ahead and take care of it? It's actually one of the most common things I hear. Oh. You know, I hear a lot. But one of the most common things I hear is, 
I'm starting to look like my mother. Uh-huh. I'm seeing it in the mirror. I hear that uh-huh. all the time. 40, uh-huh. 40 year olds. I'm starting to see my mother. I'm starting to see my mother's face. And I don't want these jowls. I looked at her I, my whole life so far. Yep. She hated it. Now I, I hate it. I hear it all the time. So yes, it's a very common concern. And very commonly we will do treatments to you know address those issues. You mentioned the upper lip. The uh-huh. upper lip is a very problematic area. People call these the smoker's lines, although I can tell you probably a majority of the people I see with it tell me they've never smoked. It's, uh, it's again, due to volume loss. The skin gets thinner in that area. We lose a little bit of the subcutaneous fat, which is the fat beneath the skin. So all of a sudden, the skin's becoming more transparent. What you're seeing is the muscle ridges, which are creating those vertical lines. Um, that is, a, that is a, an issue that you can try to prevent with some fillers and Botox and instafacial mm-hmm. uh, type treatments to stimulate collagen, uh, despite your best efforts, if depending on your aging pattern, you still may develop these creases. They can be extreme. Once they once the creases come, you still will do the same type of non-surgical treatment to try to soften them, and we can be very effective at softening them. But at some point, if they become significant enough, the non-surgical approach will not help, in which case there are surgical procedures that are very effective, including very strong lasering as well as lip lift. There are certain lip lift procedures, uh, so we can be very effective at, at eliminating those creases, but at some point it becomes more a, more of a surgical uh-huh. uh, approach than yeah. a non-surgical approach. I'll never forget her. She was early 30s, and her lip really looked just fine, but she went and had it just, I think just acid put on it, and it just looked horrible and looked so painful, and she said it was, but... She knew it was coming, so she yeah. went and did that before yes. it necessary. Yes. So sometimes you just put it, get it in your mind because your mother or your father lived with it, and you're going to as well. So. And, I, and I understand that mindset. I wouldn't do that, though. I wouldn't say, well, they're not here yet. They're coming, so let's, let's yeah. aggressively no. lay. I, wouldn't do, I would do the preventative non-surgical treatments. Great. That's what the instafacial is perfect for. Love it's it. mild, but it works. Like, So there are many different ways to go. Great. And again, you know, People are always asking me for, you know, can you just give us the one thing? There, there is no one thing. There's no Every one face, miracle. It's, it's like asking an artist to tell us just what's the one. Every canvas is different. Yes. And we're just, you just have to take it on a case-by-case basis. Yes. And everybody's aging pattern is different. Uh-huh. But but there are very significant, mm-hmm. there are very safe, predictable ways to do these things. And, again, it just requires being with somebody you, you know is good and you know yes. you can trust. That's really what yes. it's all about. I agree. I agree. Have you ever had a patient that you've had to say, you just done too much. We, I really recommend that you don't do anything else. Um, yes, uh, it will never be someone that I've done because I'll never right, do no, too much no, on somebody. No. But, but right. oh yeah, oh on a on a weekly basis, I see oh, people really? f- from somewhere else that uh-huh. I just think of has ha- they've had too much done, and and that's why they're there for the first time yeah. to see you because. And it's a hard discussion. You th- like people think it'd be easy just to say you've done too much, but you're talking to somebody who's yeah. paid money to see you yeah. to like. They've put their hopes uh-huh. on what I'm going to tell them. It's not that easy. I it's really, it's really a hard thing to do to tell somebody, you know, I, I can't help you. It's a very oh. hard thing to do. So I try to be as gentle as I can when I'm talking to somebody about it. And I used to, I used to be more blunt about it. I used to just say, oh, I can't, you know, you're not going to get a good oh. result. I used to just say it like that. And I can tell you. After what, like I, I, I've heard that you know some people were upset with the way I said it, and I'm just trying to be honest. Uh-huh. I was always just trying uh-huh. to be honest. Now I've yes. never done anything but try to be honest. But now you know I'll try to say it in a softer way if Aww. I can. But the reality is, yes, it happens all the time, and it is a hard discussion to have with people. There's no easy way to have that discussion. I have to tell you, just my time I've spent with you, you were one of the nicest, kindest, sweetest men that I've ever sat with. Yeah. So I can't imagine you saying anything to offend someone. But, and truly, you had their best interest at heart, don't you think? Yes, for sure. For every podcast, we play a game. And the game relates to, of course, our topic. And the name of this game is Must or Myth. So I have a list of skincare beliefs or ideas people have either grown up hearing or are reading in the magazines right now. Can you, Dr. Diamond, Tell all of our listeners and myself, of course, are these really a myth or are they a must? So the first one is, toothpaste on a pimple will make it go away faster. 
Uh, I think that is. I think that that's true. Really? I think that's true. What's yeah. in toothpaste that helps a pimple? I think it's just the. I think it just desiccates the the flare up. It has a way of does. Now I wouldn't recommend it as your. No. It's not your best treatment, no, no, but no. It, but in a pinch, it will desiccate, dry out a flared up inflamed oh, pustule or something. It will. Yeah. Does it matter if it's blue or white? Uh, I, well, <laughs> I, I think it's just the white. I, you know, I don't know. Okay. I think it's the old school white toothpaste. Yes. Do you know what else I do with toothpaste when I'm traveling? If I don't have jewelry cleaner, it's good for cleaning a ring, jewelry. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know that. In a pinch. All you right. don't want to use your own toothbrush. Toothpaste but in a pinch. In a pinch. Okay. Always wash your face before bed. That's that is a important to do. That's I, a must. That yes. is a must, and I'm guilty of not doing it because I'm just fall asleep on the couch. But that's yes. very important. Well, can I tell you that that's one thing that I truly believe in. I have never gone to bed with makeup on, and I learned that. I have to give credit to my three older sisters and my mother, but that is so important. I have I just so believe in that, and I'll I do it every night. And then that sets the stage for applying products as well. Yes, that would be important. Retinols, whatever you might be using. Yes, but yes, yes, yes. I so believe that's a must. Okay, preparation H will diminish dark circles and puffiness around the eyes. That is that can be true mm-hmm. uh, for certain types of puffiness around the eye, but it would be a very temporary improvement and not a long-term solution because it could damage the skin with the with the phenylephrine or whatever the chemicals are in it. Um, it's not something you'd want to put on there routinely. It'd be like using steroid creams as well. A lot of oh. people use that, which, again, can give a temporary improvement but can cause long-term damage. So, so if you again, if you were in a pinch and you had nothing else you needed, you, you could try that temporarily, but it's not a routine that you'd want to continue. I think if you have preparation age... All the time, just go ahead and use it for why you bought it. <laughs> okay, blueberries are good for your skin. Well, blueberries have one of the highest uh, fruits with antioxidants, so um, I, so there's probably truth to that. Um, when you digest something, it goes through the stomach, which breaks down. It was very powerful, you know, uh, breaking down yes. food stuff and 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 particles and things, and so. A lot of what you eat gets gets broken down, which is why the collagen pills tend to be mm-hmm. not very effective. And even pounding a lot of vitamins, sometimes they, they can't even get through. So but but blueberries do have one of the highest antioxidant concentrations, so so that can be very helpful for the skin. I would think and, you'd have to overall. eat a lot of them. You would have to eat a lot of them. Maybe if you just mashed them up and put them on your face. I mean, there might be something <laughs> to that, and I, I know there have been products that have yes. have used that, and I, you know, I don't know how effective those are, but well, I agree. Okay, so we've covered this one. This says SPF is only needed when you're in the direct sunlight. That is not true. Not true, is it? No, at all. And and all, you know, people often think, oh, it's a it's a cloudy day. I don't need sunscreen. Oh. Sometimes that's those days are worse. Yes. Some days those days Good can be know. worse. More UVB exposure in those days. You should pop a zit when it has a white head. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing that because you can easily get it infected, mm. um, in which case it can it can scar. If you had a white head and you needed it addressed, if you could, it was be- it would be best to see a professional, an aesthetician uh-huh. or a facialist or even a doctor to address that for you because they'll do it in a sterile way so as to not introduce bacteria in. And... What's not as well known is in certain areas of the face, it's a very dangerous. We call it the H zone. There's certain uh-huh. area in the of the face where there's no. It's a complicated concept, but there's no valvular protection, meaning the veins don't have valves in these areas. So if you were to pop a zit and it went internal, it could uh, get in. It could get yes. into your. It could cause significant uh, issues and infections that could even get into the into the brain uh, yes. because of because of the anatomy. So, it's not a good it's not a good idea to be popping zits. It's hard to it's hard to not do it, and I do it myself sometimes uh-huh. if I see something. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do it, you got to have a clean clean wash your hands with soap, clean fingers. You do it as clean as clean. Wipe your wipe with alcohol first. Uh, but if you can get to a facialist, it's best to do it that yes. way. I agree. You know, I I was telling you earlier, I've had to do so much dental work over the last year, year and a half. And um, so I've been so aware of what's going on with my, my face, my mouth, my, in the, in the brain and the 
getting things infected inside and sepsis and stuff that can really everything that can go straight to the brain. So even knowing this yes. right now is so interesting because yep. you have to be so careful. Exfoliating your skin every day will help cell turnover speed up. Uh, I believe that's true. Oh, I good. believe that's true because you're debride- essentially debriding the skin. Mm-hmm. You're you're eliminating the. Mm-hmm. You're setting a stage for for turnover of skin. If if, if you just leave the the cell turnover without getting rid of it, it would I, I believe would make it harder for new cell turnover to occur. Mm-hmm. So I do think that's effective. I love that. I love exfoliating your skin. I, I truly believe in it because when I created my skincare line, I, I created an exfoliant that use that you use once a week and one you can use daily because I wear so much makeup and. So I really do believe in exfoliation for the for the skin. Washing your face with hot water is good for your skin because it opens up your pores. I think that's a myth. I think that's good. a myth. I don't believe. I don't think that that makes any difference. You don't need to use a moisturizer if you have oily skin. No, that's not true. That's not true. No, that's not true. Thank you for saying that. I these are all my thoughts, but we have the expert here, and you immediately said that's not true. You always need to moisturize. You always need to moisturize. Yeah. You will outgrow acne. I'd say most people will outgrow acne. Most people will outgrow their teenage acne. That's true. But a, but there are many people where it's just because it's a persistent problem even into adulthood. Mm-hmm. So it is a common problem, but most people will outgrow it. So overall, that's true. Acne was constant in my family. Like we, it's a genetic thing. My boys both had acne and, you know, growing up, but I actually had to take uh, Accutane in my 30s when I was mm-hmm. around 35. Mm-hmm. I took it for three months mm-hmm. and uh, because I had cystic acne. Mm-hmm. And again, it was a genetic thing. My sisters, my mother. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, some people have common? to. Yes, yeah, it is, it is common. I see a lot of adults. I take care of a lot of adults with acne. And again, it's one of those things where you can make it look better temporarily, mm-hmm. but unless you get that mm-hmm. internal uh, stimulus removed which would either require antibiotics and typically it requires three months of antibiotics i took it for three months it typically requires that a lot of people have to take it for five months the doctor told me yes but i took it for three months and it did clear up the cystic acne that i suffered with and it was so painful yeah for sure i'm glad i did yeah yeah it gets it could be a tough problem Mm -hmm. for for when it when it when it hits in adulthood it can be persistent and and a very another thing um that might be interesting is there's a fairly common condition known as perioral dermatitis. Perioral dermatitis looks for all the world like acne. People think they have acne, it's, and it's a breakout perioral around the mouth. Although, so very common people have this just isolated acne around the mouth. Um, it can extend up into the cheeks and the nose. It can, but typically it's around the mouth, which is how it got its name. And that is more of a, it's not acne, it's a rash. It's, uh-huh. it's, a, it's like an autoimmune issue. Um, it's not so, it's not, it's not proper acne, but people always confuse it. But it's treated the same way, and, and people come in off and think, you know, uh, a laser treatment or something will help that. And that's a, that's a situation where, again, you have to treat the internal with me- mm-hmm. oral medications. Mm-hmm. It's, not mm-hmm. a, it's not a topical treatment, it's oral medications to get rid of that. Really? Yes. That's interesting. And I don't suffer anymore, but my mother suffered from um, having ulcers in her mouth when she was stressed. Mm-hmm. It, it, she'd had it her entire life. And I grew up with the same thing through my school years. And sun would bring them on. and But they'd be on my uh, inside my mouth with, yes. from stress, actually, yes. if I lack of sleep. Yes. And then if I was out in the sun a lot, yeah. just had to be out in the sun. It yeah. didn't take much. Like if we traveled or something, I'd have sunscreen on, but yeah. I would suffer from that. But then I had to take an antibiotic actually in high school, mid- middle school or high school. And uh, it went away. Yeah. It went away. Another thing I inherited from my mother and um, had to take care of because yeah. it's very painful. Yeah. It's very painful. And oh, yeah. I can remember going to the doctor with her and the doctor said, when you have this flare up in your, inside your mouth, or on your lips from stress, your the inside of your stomach looks the same way, which I found interesting, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, he said. So try to not be so stressed. He'd yeah, say, like, that's, that's well, the key. we don't do that on purpose. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, sadly, that's all the time we have, uh, Doctor Diamond. 
thank you so much. You are just so informative and have been, especially during this podcast. I just thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's great. I feel like I look 10 years younger just listening to you today. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for everything that you shared with us today. It's just been wonderful. My pleasure. Anytime. Secret Squad, I have three websites for you to visit. If you're interested in my skincare line, Robin McGraw Revelation, visit RobinMcGrawRevelation.com. Two, make sure to visit JasonBDiamond.com. That's Jason B, as in boy, diamond.com for information on everything Dr. Diamond spoke about today. And three, visit I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for behind-the-scenes extras, drink-of-the-day recipes, and so much more. So, Dr. Diamond, I just gave your website, and can you tell our listeners about your Instagram page? Yes, and we're launching a new website, so so for now, most people would uh, check out the Instagram. It's Dr. Jason Diamond. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. Until next Wednesday, bye-bye.